the day is over, but the night has just begun. This is WTMJ Nights, live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue. Here's your host, Brian Noonan. Another day with no decision. Welcome to the show. Tuesday night on WTMJ Nights. Big show. Want you involved. 855-616-1620. That's the old National Bank talking text line. That's the best way, rather than just, you know, sending us a letter via the U.S. Post Office. Call, text. If you call, you'll be talking to Tommy. Be nice to him. He's working hard. He's got a lot of things on his mind, not the least of which is having to put up with me for another two hours. So uh, be good to him. Let's start out with our text question of the night like we always do. It is Pi Day, International Pi Day, spelled P-I, but... Because, you know, I'm a lazy American. Uh, I'm going with a P-I-E. Are you a fan? Are you a more a pie, a cake, or a math fan? Not meth, math, because, you know, P-I, 3.14, and on and on and on. If you're more of a pie fan than a cake fan or a math fan, uh, toss your favorite pie in there, too. Why not? We're going to have a little fun. Tommy, are you pie, cake, or math? Where Definitely would you pie. fall on that? De- Definitely pie. More pie than cake. What's your favorite pie? Um, I'm gonna. I don't know how controversial this would be, but very, very big fan of pecan pie. Pecan pie not controversial at all. That is the uh, the least hot take because pecan pie is uh, a pie by which all others should be measured. Yeah, you I can make. I, I mean, it's just it's it's so much better than any other pie in my opinion. It's not even close. I I'm not going to say it's so much better than any others because if you get a Truly top-notch key lime pie. Uh, you're good to go. I also like, uh, there is a pie that Baker Square does not make anymore. At Christmas time, they used to make a candy cane pie. Whoa. And it was my favorite pie of all time. They have like pieces and of candy cane in it? It had like a, um, had a, a regular crust, then a layer of chocolate fudge. Then it was like a Imagine peppermint ice cream, but in the form of a mousse. Okay. And so that was on top of the chocolate, and then there was whipped cream on top with some, um, not candy cane pieces, but like the, like little chocolate chips, but in red and green. Oh, okay. That's oh, a lot. Oh, man. Jeez. That pie was, that that made my holiday season every year, and everybody in my family knew it. My mom, if we were going to her house, would have that pie. Uh, my wife or daughter would pick up that pie. Then a few years ago, right uh, before the pandemic, or maybe during the pandemic, they stopped making it, and they haven't brought it back. And I used to joke with my daughter that when I was old and in a home and I couldn't remember anything else, the only thing I wanted her to ever do for me was to bring me on Christmas a slice of that pie. It's part of your last Even- meal. Yeah, and now they don't make it. But I got to say, as much as I love those pies, a good German chocolate cake is going to be right there doing battle. Cake's all right. I just prefer frosting more than I prefer the cake. And if yeah. I'm going to do that, I might as well have the baked pie of the carbs rather than just eating the dough of the cake. I, I agree. I'm not a huge cake guy. But like I can pass up pretty much any kind of cake Unless it's German chocolate. Are we both There's, in agreement that math's at the bottom of this list? Oh, I, okay. I don't even consider math when I'm uh, you know trying to add up a tip. <laughs> All when right, I'm trying yeah. to calculate twenty percent or Good. twenty, you know, whatever. No, math is definitely at the bottom. I, if I could have made it through all my years of education without ever taking math, 
I would have been happy. Fun fact, I actually thought I was going to be a math teacher until I took pre-calculus in high school and knew I would never <laughs> be a math teacher. I, I'm the same way. I, I never was good at math. I, I don't know if I just have a block. I don't know if when I was a kid I had some bad teachers or it was taught to me because now being in the elementary schools, I have to teach. Well, like now it's easy. Now I'm teaching first grade math and anybody that was Any when math adult. was fun. Yeah, I mean, yes, for sure. Anybody, I can, you know, today we were doing factor families. You know, three numbers, they all add up or uh, for added, subtract, like 7 plus 6 equals 13, 6 plus 7 equals 13, 13 minus 7 equals 6, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. So that's easy. I got that. I could teach you that, Tommy. That'd be no problem. For sure. But then, uh, like, even sometimes when I'd be in fifth grade, I'd be like, oh, man, what is it? And they teach it so different than... When I was in school, and probably even when you were in school, which was not that long ago, uh, it's it's tough. But I have watched some of the young teachers, and the way they teach like fractions and stuff now, I'm like, I could have learned it had it been taught to me like this. This make this all makes sense, and maybe it's because I'm you know older and my brain is able to absorb more things, uh, hopefully. Other than just you know, the constant buzz of my teacher's voice, like in Charlie Brown cartoons, but I never yeah. So so math is definitely at the bottom. Pie is at the top. Um, German chocolate cake. That I got to take that out from all the other cakes. That stands alone, and then so it goes: pie, German chocolate cake, every other cake, and then uh, math. Yeah, now, where do where would you put an ice cream cake? Uh, you know, what I'm not, I, I like sweets, don't get me wrong, but right. I also very much have like a that's too much sweet for me as well in my palate. Like I would never, I know a pl plenty of people always are apple pie and ice cream, right? I would never eat those together. Just cannot. I Oh, you don't want to, you don't like a nice a la mode? No, it's just, just too much for me. Okay. And okay. I, I'd rather just have one or the other kind of thing. If we're going to do that, I, I don't like to go all out on dessert. I'm more of a savory guy. See, and I I definitely have a sweet tooth. There's a point, though. Like, that's why I don't like a lot of cakes. Like, if you buy a cake at uh, you know, a grocery store and even some bakeries, the frosting is like that kind of sweet where your teeth hurts. I don't like that kind of sweet. But, you know, if I'm having a piece of... Uh, let me tell you this. Uh, there's a place in New Orleans, and I know I bring a lot of these back to New Orleans... But they take their pecan pie, Tommy. They put it on the griddle. Oh, that sounds so Smash good. Smash it down a little bit. Yeah. And then they throw a scoop of vanilla ice cream on top of it. Trust me. Go to the Magnolia Grill. Get yourself a nice pecan pie on the griddle with some ice cream. Yeah, lo love pecan pie. That's that's the one I eat. I could eat year-round. I don't think I have apple or pumpkin pie other than around the holidays. I could eat pecan yeah. pie all year-round. Well, it seems like we are in the majority uh, the best pie never ends. Thus, pie is the best. Oh, a math, a math fan coming right out of the box from the two six two. Jeff in Fox Point. I generally like pie better than cake, and I definitely like it better than math. My favorite kind of pie is banana cream. I'm not a banana cream fan. Uh, two two seven. Sadly, all the Baker's squares have left Wisconsin. I think my custom multi berry pie is best combined is best, sorry, combined raspberries, blackberries, boysenberries, and blueberries with a lattice crust topped with whipped cream. Ooh, oh, that, does sound that sounds good. Yeah. 
Uh, Judy B. from the 708, she likes pie, blueberry or pumpkin. So that's the text question of the night. It is pie day. Are you more a fan of pie, cake, or math? And if it is pie, the edible kind, what's your favorite? Uh, we are going to continue. Let's take a break. Let's cleanse our palates, so to speak, from uh, the pie right now. We'll be taking your, your text, of course, all through the show, and we'll bring them up. Uh, another day on Roger's Watch. What's new? Where does the frustration end? We'll get to all of that. It's Brian Noonan. This is WTMJ Nights. Nights. Oh, rarely do we hear warrant on WTMJ Nights, and I'm often often uh, chastising Tommy. More warrant, I say. And he says, no, only on Pi Day, which is today. 855-616-1620. That's the old National Bank talking text line. All right, listen. The NFL year starts tomorrow afternoon. Uh, we know things are moving along with Aaron Rodgers and the Jets as we continue Rogers watch here on WTMJ nights uh, today. Of course, wide receiver Alan Lazard goes to the Jets. That, according to many reports, signed a forty-four million dollar contract. Uh, he was an undrafted free agent. You know that with the Jaguars in twenty eighteen, he blossomed with the Packers in the last four seasons, leading the Packers uh, in the recent years to one hundred sixty catches, seven hundred eighty eight yards, six touchdowns last season. Aaron Rodgers likes them. We've heard that Aaron Rodgers is now uh, making demands, but then I heard another report that said one of the demands is he's asking for things from the Jets that the Packers used to give him, that the Packers got tired of doing. So who knows? But uh, I don't know, Tommy. I think I think your prediction yesterday that he would retire is uh, that's looking more and more slim. Yeah, it's on the hot seat for sure. That one's gone. So now, you know, now today social media is all up in arms. Uh, everybody's reporting things. So... Who knows? To be fair, uh, I did say I it was growing that he might retire. I think I did lean he would still be yes, on the you, Jets. You no, know, you said you had no doubt that he wouldn't be a Packer. Right, right. That's kind of where you I stood You did say on that. that. I did so see a great you, tweet today that was, uh, I, I, I believe it was from Ross Jackson Nola, who does Locked On Saints uh, okay. podcast, who said, uh, Aaron Rodgers, you don't give me the weapons that I need in Green Bay. Also, Aaron Rodgers, bring me the same weapons I had in Green Bay. So that one... Made me laugh a little bit. You know what? I thought that, too, when the Lazard story broke. I thought that the whole thing from last year was that he uh, he didn't like anybody. He didn't get along with anybody. No, he didn't have the things he needed. And yet he's asking for all these people to come. His punter, uh, Lazard, all, I don't get it. It's like Adam Sandler only wants to do movies with his friends. Like Aaron Rodgers right. only wants to play football with these people. But then when he's playing football with these people, he doesn't want to play football right. with these people. Yeah, it makes no sense. I, you know, I, maybe I don't understand uh, football logic. I didn't know it was that much different from regular people logic, but it seems to be. So yeah, it, this is this is getting crazy. Will it be done now? I heard Wyatt read this in his report that uh, he's going to be on Pat McAfee's podcast tomorrow, and that seems to be where he breaks a lot of crazy news. Whether it's uh, that he's going on a darkness retreat or he's down having ayahuasca, uh, who knows? But uh, do you think tomorrow will be the day? 
It will not be on the Pat McAfee show. That's oh. my prediction. It will. It maybe tomorrow's the day, but if it does happen, what wouldn't it be more likely? It happens before, and then him and Pat can talk about it. I don't think it's going to break on Pat McAfee. You don't think so? No. I, mean, he, no. Mm, I don't know. He's the kind of guy who loves that kind of attention. He's been getting. He's been getting all kind. Well, I'm sure McAfee would love it. First oh, for of all. sure. But uh, Aaron Rodgers has been breaking all kinds of things on Pat McAfee, saying all kinds of craziness. I wouldn't put it past him to use that his because that's a place where he feels supported and he feels safe and not triggered and you know he likes to um he likes to have all the focus on him. Yeah, but how is he going to talk about whale watching and his, you know, headspace when he's got to talk about football the entire time? He likes to talk about non-football stuff on that show just as much as football. Uh, fair point. Fair point, young Tommy. Just saying. No. Yeah, no, you're listen, you're not wrong. I'm just uh I don't know. I, I I'm I'm tired of it. And I'm sure most Packer fans are tired of it, and I'm sure a lot of NFL fans are tired of it. If you were in New York now, I'm sure the Jets fans are tired of it. This every year um drama that has begun to unfold. So if he goes, you know, what we what we say last night? Fifty nine million, that was the figure that's being I think I around. think the number is fifty eight point three I saw today. Oh, uh, then you round it up. We should have rounded down. Should have rounded down. See, that's why we don't like math. Math, bottom of the list still. Once again, math rears its ugly head, shaming <laughs> us. We're, why didn't we just say 58? No, under five, you round down. See, oh, man, that's why Pi Day is such such a uh, troublesome holiday because I don't, uh, I'm not a math guy. Not a math but, guy. All right, so what was that? Now, I, I'm, to be honest, I don't know the the alleged terms or the rumored terms. Is that for one year, two years? That would be his cap hit. So that's what he's due next year. Uh, okay. I believe that it is a front loaded contract, so it's oh not going to be fifty eight million every year he plays because no. he still has two years left on his deal after this okay. season. But this is when he's due the most money. Oh. Well, that's when you walk away. They could convert that money into what a lot of teams do when you see is they convert money and then uh, they make it into a signing bonus to clear up cap space. So there you go. Signing bonuses do not does not affect the cap. Only salary does. So right. you can convert twenty five million of it into a signing bonus to save some money, if you would, kind of thing, and just pay that straight up instead of for his salary. Huh. Well, I don't know. Whatever it is, there's a lot of money on the table. And we all know he's going to take it. That's the problem. Yeah. We all know he's taking it. And yet, he makes us wait. Every year. Anyway, so that's it. We'll continue to watch. Uh, as of now, he's not. Uh, he hasn't done it today, so everything is still good. We're going to be here till 8 o'clock. Then it's Bucks shoot-around. Then the Bucks are in Phoenix. So a lot happening. First, we must do this on WTMJ Nights. We get a, get on board that love train because well, who knows how much longer the uh, the Rogers train is definitely leaving leaving right now. Plenty of room on the love train. We don't know. What's that? Plenty of move on the love train. There is a lot of room. A lot of room. You get a spacious sleeper car. You jump on board. You just go with it wherever it takes you. Ride the rails. 
I've always wanted to do one of those long cross-country train rides. Have you ever done something like that? I have actually never been on a train in America. Never been on a train in America? Correct. Now, that to me says you may have been on a train in another land. Yep. I used the train very often when I lived in Germany for about a month. Ah, and Because it's just the most common form of transit over there. But never used it over here at all. Never taken the Greyhound or buses or anything. No public transit, really. Wow. All right. Normally, I uh, shy away from public transportation because eh, it, it's normally nasty. I have taken a train once down to college in Amtrak, and I took a bus once. Both of those were horrible. But overseas, in both Spain, Spain uh, London, and Ireland, I availed myself of their public transit, and I thought to myself, why can't we have public transit like this in the States? Because the tube in London is phenomenal. Even if you've never ridden it, you get a little map and you ask, you know, you ask somebody. We rode all over the city. It was great. Uh, same with Madrid. Did that all over the city, took a bus. And then in Ireland, uh, in Dublin, we were jumping on and off the bus. I remember it being a very cheap option as well. Like, yes. I, I think it's. 25 bucks the month you can like use it whenever and that's all they use to go anywhere in germany when i went yeah it's it, it if it if it works public transportation is fantastic yeah uh now i've spent a number of hours trapped underground on the subway in new york i would not recommend it no horrifying do not want to do that uh chicago buses just walking on and i haven't done it in years but back when I was in high school and stuff, make me vomit immediately. What's the uh, what's it called in San Francisco? The famous trolley there, the the cable car. Yeah, it's got a name. I gotta look the that Bart? up now. Is it the Bart? The Bart's in one of the cities. That's either San Francisco or uh, oh yeah, Bay Area Transit System. Oh yes, there you the go. Bart. Okay, yep, yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking of too. I, I got a good buddy from the Bay Area, and he used to tell me about it all the time. Good or bad? I, that's kind of how they get around over there. It's so okay. many more people. So well, yeah, yeah, yeah. driving out there w- would be ridiculous. It's There's awful. nowhere to park. It's Plus, it's all on a hill. Yeah, forget it. Uh, I do take the cable car. Well, I took the cable car a few times in New Orleans just because you have to the streetcar. Um, but then once I did it for the novelty, I was like, okay, I'm done. Never going to do that again. All right, listen, we could talk public transportation all day. But then I look at the clock and I realize, hey, it's 6.30. That means it's time for us to get to the WTMJ Breaking News Center where Jessica Gatso is waiting. No, no, honey, I'm good. I can have another, but I probably should not. I got somebody at home, and if I stay, I might not leave alone. No, oh, my good. goodness. Brian Nooner, WTMJ Nights, our text question of the night. Hey, it's Pi Day. Are you more of a pie, cake, or math fan? And if it's pie, what's your favorite? 855-616-1620. That's the Old National Bank talking text line. Old National Bank, get old. Uh, from Glenn in Burlington, pie over cake any day. Give me a nice lemon meringue pie, chilled or warm, yum. Uh, lemon meringue pie, top tier pie. Yeah, big family favorite as well for yeah. mine as well. Lemon meringue Um Baker Square from the 708 has been closed for a while now, but I've been seeing Baker Square French silk pies being sold at Jewel and a few independent scores. That uh, French silk pie is not to be, don't sleep on a Baker Square French silk. That's a fine pie, too. 
Somebody giving you a little, uh, if you like pecan pie, this is directed at you, Tommy, and me. We both like pecan pie. You should try the other southern specialty, sweet potato pie. A little more delicate and equally delicious. Yeah, I mean, it's it's fine. It's fine. It just wouldn't make my, my list of, like, top pies by any means. I'll eat it if it's the only thing there, but no, it's not near the top for me. Right. Yeah, I'm with you. If it's, you know, if I'm there... And uh, somebody offered, if I'm at somebody's home and they go, hey, we made you a sweet potato pie, I go, all right, let's have some. That'd be delicious. Thank you. I appreciate the generosity. But am I going to order it if it's on a menu with pecan or key lime or lemon meringue or my other favorite, a coconut cream? Uh, no, it doesn't make the cut. Sorry, 262. 920 says, my apple pie made with my own maple syrup. All right. You know we're at the avenue. You can always send over a pie. Uh, we're not uh, we're not above enjoying listener pie, are we? That sounds wrong. Never mind. Scrap that from the tape, Tommy. That <laughs> was not a. Uh, I, I would think mind. Justin Garcia would love sweet potato pie just because of his love for Taco Johns, and you know how much he loves potatoes and everything he that he eats. Does love potatoes, and I like uh, yeah, I like sweet potatoes. Either you know a baked sweet potato with all kinds of stuff in it. I also you know at the holidays I enjoy sweet potatoes, but. Once you start adding all the stuff that makes a sweet potato really sweet, hey, you might as well just go ahead and get yourself a uh, pecan pie. That's all. Big old slice of humble pie. I never eat that, 414. That is, that's for the birds. Never eaten any humble pie. What would I wash it down with? My disgusting reusable water bottle? This is, uh, first let me say this. I don't know when we as a country became so dehydrated. Um... Uh, I am old enough to remember when we used to go to school and the only time we would get some water is if we walked past the water fountain. Now, everywhere you go, everyone you see has a giant reusable water bottle with them. My daughter, who's 26, uh, carries this water bottle everywhere, almost as if it is her uh, battery. Like if she doesn't have it, she'll just... Uh, and I don't... I don't quite understand it, and now I'm repulsed by it. First of all, I will ask you, Tommy, do you have or carry a reusable water bottle? I do not. All right, good. I here. I'm going to confess that I have one with me right now. There it is. I bought it when we were in Colorado because we were going into the Rockies on a tour, uh, and they said, no plastic water bottles. Please bring a reusable water bottle. Okay. I figured I was going to be in the mountains for three hours. I might need a, dr a drink of water. So I, I have it. But I don't carry it with me. You know, I have it here because it keeps the water cold. And during the show, I do a lot of yakking. And so, you know, need some water. I see them everywhere. And there's all different kinds. And, you know, you've got the ones with the straws and all this. Well, here's the thing, folks. They're disgusting. Yeah, you heard me right. A new study. We love studies that back up our hot takes because <laughs> it's it's like, see, we're not crazy. Everybody thinks the same as we do. A new study has delivered a disturbing finding about everyone's favorite comfort crutch. Yes, it is the reusable water bottle. They're everywhere. I, At school, every child has a reusable water bottle, and they constantly want water. And I think to myself, and sometimes I say it, there's no way you got thirsty sitting here for 10 minutes. 
I need some water. Mr. Dudikoff, no, no. We actually had to stop. They would have the water at their tables, and it was all day, the water. And then the water is spilling. So finally we got it where we put them in the back of the room, and they have to ask permission to go get a drink of water. It's amazing. We're not that dehydrated, friends. Stop it. And I know, you know, you're supposed to drink as an adult and even as you're supposed to drink water. I get it. I drink water. It's okay. But guess what? I can also go without water for a little bit, you know, because I, maybe I'm tougher than the new generation. Tommy, you, you having water right now? Are you dehydrated uh, at all? I'm, I'm still laughing at your, I can go without water statement a little bit. So I can go without water. <laughs> There's plenty of other beverages. I, Who needs I drink, water? Beer is water. Yeah, yeah, that's true. A lot of things made of water, so it helps as well. I don't have a reusable water bottle with me, but I have had cups of water during the show, yes. There's nothing wrong with a cup of water. See, that sounds like an adult man beverage. I'm going to have a cup of water, you know? Maybe I'll go out and get a nice tin cup like a miner and squat down in the creek, get myself a nice cold cup of fresh running water. That sounds fine, but you don't need to bring in a, a giant uh, hydration pack strapped to your back like you're a camel. And I stand by that. I can go without water. Um, the, the, the water bottles can and will betray you, friends, especially if you don't clean them regularly. And here's the thing. I'm guilty of this. I figure all it's got in it is water. So I take off the cap, turn it upside down, let it drain. What's it, what am I going to put in there to clean it? Water. So I just, you know, I, I wash off the top. Like I don't have one of those ones with a straw or the, uh, the sippy deals. I just have a, you know, there's just an opening there that I put in my mouth like a grown man and I drink water. Um, I don't need to be like a gerbil all day. With my, that's not, uh, that's no way for an adult to go through life. Anyway, a recent study from a U.S.-based water filter guru. Now, I understand that water filter guru may have a, a little skin in the game for people to just drink uh, filtered water. I, who knows? But anyway, it's a survey. Found reusable water bottles can harbor 40,000 times more bacteria than the average toilet seat. Just for that, I'm going to take a drink out of my water bottle. Ah, tastes like toilet. Nothing better than that. Uh, yes, it is a portable Petri dish, according to this survey. R researchers swab parts of different water bottles three times each, including the spout, lid, straw lid, and squeeze top lid. Um, Jeff's going to wash his Batman tumbler. Good idea, Jeff. Um, they found two types of bacteria present, gram-negative rods and bacillus. Wasn't that in a sting song? Oh, no, that was, never mind. All right, so there you go. You get uh, gram-negative rods and bacillus. Gram-negative bacteria can cause infections that are increasingly resistant to antibiotics, while certain types of bacillus can result in gastrointestinal issues. Have I turned your stomach yet? How's that cup of water tasting now, Tommy? Good, because it's a disposable oh, cup. Oh, I, I guess this is very alarming to me because one of the hot commodities going to school back in the day was if I saw an expensive water bottle, I would steal it if someone left it behind all the time. <laughs> wow. I mean, I'm talking about it had to be a really good one, but I you I have no you have no idea how many hydro flasks I found and those are like $50, $60 water bottles. Yeah, yeah. Those are not cheap. That's no. what my daughter carries around. Yeah, I I used to take I 
probably found 10 water bottles like that in my career in college. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, so they are all disgusting now. Thank you for doing that. But I, I did wash them before just directly drinking out of them. Now, let me ask you this. Would you... Was this your major character flaw? Because you seem like a very honest man, and now I'm now I'm learning that you went around stealing people's water bottles. I didn't directly steal them. If it was in a room that was empty, I would take the water bottle. Yeah, and then would college, you uh, not... sterilize them and resell them? Did you have a little side hustle going? What was the deal? I just had a lot of water bottles. I don't know. I, I don't guess I, I didn't. I didn't. I just knew that it would increase my net worth to take a hydro flask every time I saw it. Wow. Now, did your friends ever hit you up for a, you know, hey, man, uh, you got any hydroflasks laying around the house? I don't think so. No, I, I never I never had anyone ask for a water bottle, but I do remember, like, posting it on Snapchat thinking of, if you left your water bottle in this hall, well, you don't have a water bottle anymore, so... <laughs> Wait, you would post it on Snapchat? Right, but that's like only for friends to see and stuff. Oh, okay. I was going to say, because that, that's pretty much a dumb criminal move. No, no. Hey, it I wasn't guess what? Anything. I stole it. <laughs> it's, I don't think it's necessarily stealing if you leave it there and there's no one in the room. I enjoy that uh, you would go to court with the finders, keepers, losers, weepers defense. Well, if it's a water bottle, yeah. I'm not taking computers and stuff like that. I wouldn't do anything of that nature. But a water bottle that you leave behind, that's on you. Now, how do you feel about the computer lab? They just leave those computers laying around. Right. I'm telling you, I wouldn't do that. I okay. wouldn't take right. any mice checking. or keyboard or anything like that. But when I see... $50 in the form of a water bottle and there's no one around it, I've been known to, to take it, yeah. Now, would you intentionally linger at the end of class and figure, I got to move quick because this person's going to probably get outside the door and go, oh my God, my water bottle, and come back in in like a minute? So were you uh, plotting this out Ocean's Eleven style? No. Kind of eyeballing them during no, class, never, getting the lay of the land? Never was eyeing up water bottles that people had in class thinking, I could use that water bottle. I'm saying uh, I've walked past rooms that were empty, seen really nice water bottles, and walked backwards into the room and taken the water bottle. My God, what if this was some sort of sting operation? Yeah, maybe. You, you would have been. Uh, yeah. FBI busting down the door now. <laughs> operation, ah, so thirsty. Uh, all right, we'll continue talking about this. We'll check the statute of limitations on Tommy's water bottle heist and uh, get to a whole lot more. Is this shocking to you as you slurp down? Your beverage from your reusable water bottle? Hopefully it's water. Maybe it's not. Who knows? 855-616-1620. It's the old National Bank Talk and Text Line. Brian Noonan drinking pure water on WTMJ. They don't have no respect. Oh, my goodness. We have uh, uncovered a horrible new study that says your reusable water bottle is dirtier than a toilet seat. That's right. It's like a portable Petri dish. It can harbor 40,000 times more bacteria than the average toilet seat. Why do we could insist on carrying these things around with us all the time? James has been hanging on. He's on the south side. Hi, James. How are you doing there, Brian? Uh, I'm so doing all right, thanks. Your, uh, water bowler? Is it clear or is it a... Uh, Multicolored one or a small one or mine is a one? two. Kind of mine one? is a two-tone blue uh, steel. Steel. Yeah. 
You, it's metal. Do you feel that? Do you feel that safer when it says BPA, B, BFA, uh, uh, what do you call that, uh, free of uh, all this chemicals and all this other stuff, or do you do you feel that they're uh, just putting you on? Listen, I don't, I don't put any stock in any of that. I don't trust anything. Um, I know the the plastic has those B, BFA, BPAs, whatever. Yeah. Uh, this water bottle is just metal. It's one that I got. Like I said, I only got this because I had to. I needed, to, you know, I wanted to have water on this yeah. mountain trek. Um, yeah. Now, you know, I I drink tap water. I'm not fancy. Oh. I every night, big pitcher of tap water at dinner. I'm not, uh, you know, I'm a man of the people, James. I don't know what people, but I'm I'm just a man of the people. Brian, you, do you drink soda or do you drink uh, those, those uh, bubbly uh, drinks that you see in a store? You go down no. the aisle these days. No, 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 James. This, uh, stuff from seltzer to I drink. Here's what I drink, water. James. I drink water. I drink a beer and whiskey. And occasionally, occasionally, I will have some pop, but not very often, very rarely. And usually, it's a fountain beverage, which I know is disgusting, because who knows when they clean those hoses. I'm <laughs> I'm not such a germaphobe that I won't, and I'll drink draft beer. And we know most of those places never clean out their taps, their tap lines. Well, that's pretty funny. Well, see, but, James, hey, I don't know, know what? what to tell you. But you know what? The, the thing is, I look at how much... In the last, in this last decade, the last twenty years, how how people have how they've come out with all these funny type of water type of things and all these water bottles and everything else, you know. Oh you, yeah. You, you got to get a you got to get a name one. You can't you can't you can't have a dark an off name brand because you do, you look like a fool when you when you're with your friends. You got to have a name brand. There is. Yeah. What are you, of, James? What are you? One of those uh, those people who just drink out of a hose too? No, you got to have the top of the line water bottle. I guess I don't know. Like I said, my daughter has one of those. My daughter has one of those hydro flasks. Who knows, James? I got to get rolling. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Yeah. Listen, if you you don't now, it's you got to have a Stanley Cup. That's the big. That's the big beverage uh, holder now. Have you heard of these, Tommy? There, I, I, my nieces gave me a reusable mug for Christmas. I only used it once when we were driving down to Dallas because it holds literally an entire pot of coffee. This thing is so gigantic, I could barely lift it out of the cup holder. I, so, I've not, I don't know, I've not seen those. That, no. Sounds like it's not reusable Stanley, if you only this, use it once. Well, this is a Yeti. The ones they gave the oh, one they gave nice. me was a yeah. Yeti. Okay, I know exactly yeah, so, what oh, those yeah, are then. It. Yeah. Yeah, those are very nice, I guess, as far as they go. But a, a Stanley Cup is supposed to be um the newest and best when it comes to reusable water bottles. So who knows? If uh, I see one, right, I'll let you know. I know we gotta take we gotta take a break, right, Tommy? Uh yeah, we'll take a break here. We want to all right, let's do that. I just get, uh, you know, now I'm parched. I want to drink out of my uh, water bottle. James was trying to trap me in like I was some sort of sucker, like uh, f a sheep following along in the water bottle movement. I can't have that. But I'm going to, uh, maybe I'll just go take a, uh, just put my head in the sink, slurp the water like a dog. Either way, I'll be back after this. It's WTFJ Nights. Regarding these reusable water bottles from the 239, if you take said reusable water bottle and only fill it with alcohol, that sanitizes it, right? Listen, I'm no doctor, but I'm going to say yes. Uh, that's from Matt in West Dallas. Jeff says, prior to this helpful broadcast, I was watching or switching to a clean tumbler about once every two weeks. But now I'm now going to drastically shorten that time. Good. If we're here, we're here to help, Jeff. 
That's what it is. Uh, has have I ever seen one of those ba- water backpacks used by hikers, runners, etc.? Yeah, like the camel packs. Who knows what what's lurking in there? All right. On the other side of the news, we are going to talk about the most ridiculous work rules, and we have another homework request that we will try to help with right here on WTMJ Nights. The day is over, but the night has just begun. This is WTMJ Nights, live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue. Here's your host, Brian Noonan. Welcome, welcome. It is the second hour of the big show. We're here until 8 o'clock, and then it's Bucks Shootaround with our good pal Justin Garcia, followed by the Bucks at Phoenix taking on the Suns. Uh, if you were with us last week, well, first of all, let me tell you how to get a hold of 855-616-1620. It's the old National Bank talking text line. You know that. So jump on in. The ongoing text question of the night it is Pie Day, International Pie Day, P.I. Are you more of a fan of pie, cake, or math? If pie, what is your favorite? So uh, there's our text question of the night. That's how you get a hold of us. The text line is uh, always open for all sorts of questions. And if you were here last week, it was last week, wasn't it, Tommy, where we had the first request from our uh, friend in the 262? Yeah, it, no more than two Maybe weeks ago. Maybe the week before. Yeah, no more than two weeks. Right. It, 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 Recent history, Uh, somebody from the 262 texted in and said they needed help with a poem. They had an assignment. They needed to write a poem. And uh, a lot of you jumped in and helped. We had a wonderful poem from uh, somebody in the 414 that ended up, I think, being stolen by this 262 uh, texter and used for their assignment. Well, guess who's back? I'm starting to doubt our 262 friend's Dedication to their poetry class, Tommy. Yeah, so the two six two. We 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 didn't hear. I would actually think before we give him any, we should see what grade we got on the last one because it probably was pretty good. If he's asking for another one, right? That's true. All right, listen, two six two. We we see your request and we will honor your request, but we also need to know what happened with the last poem that we gave you. Because if your professor is a tool and not giving us the grades we deserve, I don't know if we want to exert the effort. Right. I'm also trying to help have, I'm looking out. Sure. I want, listen, if you're not, if you need something a little different, a little better, uh, maybe your professor has some, some issues with our poems, we'll work on it. Because now we get the text, I have to write a haiku. One line has five syllables, the second line has seven, and the third has five. And uh, then they ask ideas with... Five uh, exclamation points, no question mark. So that's you know that's troublesome too. That's gonna you're gonna get taken off for punctuation, two six two. But I have some haikus written because I saw this text come in right before the news, and Tommy, I whipped out three haikus like it was nobody's business. I as well use Chat GPT to GPT to come up with a haiku. Oh, you Chat GPT yours? I did. Yes. All right. Let's compare because mine came right out of my brain. Yeah, I, I don't my think poetic like that. brain. Yeah, I get that. I, I I used AI again. I think like a Japanese poet. Okay. I've been told that many many times. I can. So I the can haiku tell. was right up my alley. Fair enough. Yeah. Oh sure. I'm in a kimono right now. Yeah. Um, like Beverly Hills Ninja. You know, I I should have tied it, but you know that's neither <laughs> here nor there. 
All right. So I want to hear your I want to hear your chat GPT haiku. Okay, here's mine. In the storytellers, words come alive. Magic flows, imagination. Whoa. Yeah, it's pretty deep. I know. Yeah, man. That's deep. I don't know what that means, but it's deep. Works. Very deep. Uh, is the lady reading the uh, last week's forecast? Oh, I don't know. Somebody else, somebody else uh, texted about that. Talk to Jess. See where her weather's coming from. Okay. All right. Here's one. Because, yeah, she's calling for a lot of snow tomorrow. I think there is supposed to be snow. I don't know. Either way, we'll get it figured out. Jess is on top of things. She's not messing around. Uh, here's one that I wrote. Just first thing that popped into my heart, into my head. Homework is very hard. Writing poetry sucks hard. I ask for help daily. Yeah, that's for our Very 262 nice. friends. Nice. Uh, well, I realized I used hard twice, which I shouldn't have done. I, uh, you know, But I was counting my syllables. Uh, here's one, Tommy. This is self-aggrandizing. You know, this is an odd flex. We'll throw it out there. TMJ Knight's Rules. They write my poems weekly. Hail, Brian and Tom. Oh, okay, yeah. Like that one. Like I had that to, one. I couldn't add your second syllable. Right. That would have Does the anybody call up. you Tom? Yeah, yeah, from time to time. All right. Will you give it poetic license? I approve. I approve of it. All right, thank you. Yes. Good. Yes, it's all good. All right. And it does look like it's gonna snow on Friday, people. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's relax, everybody. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll just we'll check. We'll ask Jessica. She'll be very uh she'll be very put upon that we questioned her veracity with her weather forecast. But since a couple people have asked, there you go. Now you know. No, she's reading the current forecast. I don't where would she find a week old forecast? Yeah, that doesn't sound like something we would do. I just No, I don't think we keep the <laughs> forecasts around. No, no, we throw them just, away immediately. Just in after. case. I don't know where the weather is. Go grab one out of the old weather box. Tomorrow, 98 and humid. What? Huh? I grabbed it from the bottom of the box. I'm sorry. No, that's that, that wouldn't work out. That wouldn't work out at all. Uh, here's one that ties into our last topic. Water bottles gross. Dirtier than a toilet. Use a hose instead. I don't think these ones are going to get as good a grade as, was it Mike <laughs> did the poetry hey, for us last time? Yeah, beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> yeah. We need we need him to text back in with a haiku. Well, again, we don't have a topic. Right. Oh, here, here's Jeff. I taste my dinner. I drink too much alcohol. I taste my dinner. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Yeah. All right, Jeff Great. Fox Point. We get Dropping it. some haiku knowledge. Uh, your haikus are welcome, 855-616-1620-262. We still need to know uh, what happened to your uh, to our last poem, not your last poem, our last uh, poem. So, all right. This is, uh, I saw this today, and I couldn't help thinking about jobs I've had in the past. We all have, we all have rules at our jobs, right? And some make a lot of sense, and some are really, really stupid. And you don't know why they're in place, but... You don't really want to risk not following them because you like to have an income, you know, so you can do whatever it is that you do with your money. But some rules are just so ridiculous, they bear repeating. Um, I'm going to give you a couple examples, and I would love to hear the dumbest rules that you have at your work. I have a couple from the past that I will be happy to share. Uh, Tommy may have a couple. He's, a, he's had a number of jobs, so I'm sure there were some dumb rules along the way for him. All right, so this is from a lady. She said, I worked in an all-male company. 
they started, or this is from a guy, I started, I worked at an all-male company. They started bringing in a few women to be more inclusive. There were about four women and 50 men. Hello. Uh, about a month after the ladies started coming, we had a meeting and we were told that the women couldn't sit together or socialize both in and outside of the office, especially at lunch, because we were creating a clique. What? Also weren't allowed to discuss woman talk. What? Yeah. I don't know. If, this was not dated 1965. Uh, because the men came to work to, quote, get away from their wives. What kind of, I would love to know what wow. kind of company this <laughs> yeah. is. Must be what, uh, what, Usingers what, or something like that, you know? It's got to be, yeah, like uh, Cowboys. Sausage um, Company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sausage. Yeah. definitely a sausage <laughs> company. Very nice. Yes, I got your reference, but I'm glad you clarified it for there those who did not. Yeah. That's all right. Uh, the, re- com- the company rewards included things like going to a strip club, football tickets, etc. We were told we couldn't go because it was meant to be a reward for the men. Wow. <laughs> That's right, ladies. You just sit there and look pretty in the steno pool and let us grope you and goggle or uh, gawk at you. And you don't get you don't talk lady talk here. The office. Came here to get away from the ball and chain. This could be Congress, you. maybe, too, if we, we don't know the difference. <laughs> Welcome to the U.S. Senate. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> um, here's one. I worked at a law firm as a legal assistant. I only lasted two days. Why? Because they charged you $25 each time you didn't answer your phone, and they only paid you $7.25 an hour. What? Jeez, people. How do you find these terrible jobs? I don't know. I, I really don't know. Now, this was let's. This was on BuzzFeed, so people could be out of their minds, but I don't think so. These are the kind of things you don't make up. We've all, we've all had them. We've all been in these situations where you just look at your boss and go, dude, you are out of your mind. Just out of your mind. I worked briefly at a dollar store. The manager always called me Rachel, which is not my name, and insisted that I had to wear my hair in a high ponytail because I was blonde and it, quote, looked better. Sure enough, all the other staff members with long hair could do whatever they wanted with their hair, but not me. This is uh, is crazy. (laughs) Some of these seem to be geared just at the ladies, which uh, in this day and age, that, that... it shouldn't have flown in any day and age, but in this day and age, it definitely doesn't fly. All right, let's do this. Then when we come back, I'd love to hear from you. The dumbest rules you had to follow at work, 855-616-1620. It's the old National Bank talk and text line. It's WTMJ Nights. Brian Noonan, WTMJ Nights. Found this list of... Uh, People are talking about the most ridiculous rule they ever had to follow at work. And uh, just by the ones we've looked at so far, none of these bosses should keep their jobs ever. This is this is completely ridiculous. I one of the first radio stations I ever worked at, one of the one of the things I was told the first day was that I could not play any Beatles music because the Beatles had caused the drug problem in America. So no Beatles music was the first thing. And then our boss uh, was very, mm, I don't know if conservative would be the, the right term. He was a nut. He had gone through a lot of albums. This was when the Footloose soundtrack was real big. 
and we couldn't play half the songs on the Footloose soundtrack because they were sexual in nature, and he didn't trust people not to play them, so he took a nail and scratched through the records on those tracks this is so like, that they could not be full. Like played. the no hips on Johnny Carson, right? Yes. Like Elvis straight up type person here. I was the Elvis of the airwaves. Yeah. I was shackled at every move. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was told I didn't sound, I'd never make it because I didn't sound small market enough. Mm. And I thought, boy, that's the last thing I want to sound like. Yeah, yeah, that's a dumb rule. It's a very dumb rule. Don't play any uh, Don't play any Beatles records because they're the cause of the drug problem in America. What uh, I know you have to have one, Tommy, from uh, the hardware store or from somewhere that uh, maybe your current job, you don't have to say the employer. We don't want to get you in trouble. Man, I'm. you know, I struggle to think of one because, honestly, I've had very good relationships with every place I work, and you know I've had a lot of jobs along the way. Yep. I can think of it in school, I guess, more dumb rules than in work per se, because I, I, I've i always had pretty good relationships with my boss, no matter where it's been. I've had jobs man. that were boring, but never anything that's been painful by any means. Yeah, that was the dumbest one for me. Well, that's good. You're, you're lucky that you've, uh, you know, you've had that experience with your bosses. Most people have not. Most people have something dumb. For example, back in the early uh, aughts, when paying with checks was the norm, I worked at a sandwich chain. My boss literally told us to, quote, judge a person, like look at their shoes and see how they're dressed before you take a check from them. It made no sense because it was usually the rich-looking people that had checks bounce. But when one customer's check did bounce, my boss pulled money out of my coworker's paycheck for, quote, misjudging a customer, end quote. Told them that that was illegal and they should give my coworker back her money. Uh, the next day, I was fired for not noticing a rogue piece of chicken teriyaki that was left under the pop machine after closing. Turned them into the Better Business Bureau. They were forced to return her money plus fees. Yeah, I don't. I worked. Let's see, one fast food restaurant. I, I did dishwashing one summer. Definitely the worst job I've ever had, but yeah. no real dumb rules. I would say it all kind of self-explanatory with it boss was not the greatest i guess but no no real rules that i had yeah i i worked at a restaurant where i was a bus boy and then a dishwasher worked at a long john silvers for a couple of weeks oh. um but then the bottom of my crepe sole shoes got were eaten away by the the stuff on the floor <laughs> so i i was like uh, and i got the restaurant gig um all right Wait a minute. Oh, B. Oh, this was all right. Hold on. We're going to take a break from this because we got the poem. Um, this was the poem I wrote. This is from the 262. Yeah. Fishing was a man's plan. You guessed it. The name is Dan. He cast the rod into the sea for the fish he wanted to see. For as he stood upon the rock, the heels of his feet were hooked. For as he lay upon the rock, he felt though he was bound in a sock. Another came to his side, for he died. So he didn't he even use the nature poem. I guess because he died outside. What the heck, Dan? Had us thinking yeah, that we were helping guy, him. If, I don't know if this poet's name is Dan. Well, I would assume but it's Dan. Dan is you the man in the poem. It. Yeah, you guessed it. His name's Dan. I'm, I'm assuming he wrote it about himself. That's probably the easiest. Fishing was a man's plan. You guessed it. The name is Dan. Yeah, maybe that. Wow, we're just his brainstorm. Yeah, he just, we just get the creative juices flowing. We're right. The, we're the tap that opens up the uh, all the creative juices. I was really hoping to use that last poem. 
I, I was curious to see how that would do in the world of academia. I liked it. Our our uh, short-term poet laureate gave us a good poem. But listen, if that got if that got his juices flowing, this is a kind of ad sad. I don't know why. What did he die in a sleeping bag? Is that what it meant? The uh, that he felt he was bound in a sock. Fell in the water. Yeah. Well, he was laying on a rock and he died. Oh, maybe the fish. Oh, stood upon the rock. The heels of his feet were hooked. For as he lay upon the rock, he felt though he was bound in a sock. Another came to his side, for he died. You think it was about the fish? Yeah, he's catching fish, putting them on the rocks. And they're suffocating, so yeah. that's why they felt yeah. they were bound in a yeah. sock? Yeah, even, even sadder, maybe, a little bit. But, yeah, that's wow, what yeah, I'm thinking. Letting the fish just More morbid. dead on the stone? Yeah, but I, that's you what I'm going to guess. A, a bucket or a cooler to put them in? You just lay them on a rock? So, All right, well, listen, weird B stuff. plus, not bad. Okay, yeah. I'll take a B plus that's in poetry. All, that's all you're looking for? Listen, I'm looking for a C. Right, yeah. That's kind of how I was at the end of it, too. Yeah, just get out. Don't worry about grades. Let's just finish up. GPA is a made-up number. GPA is a made-up number. And let's be honest, after your, like, first job, nobody here asked me my GPA. Yeah, dumb rules, (laughs) get a good GPA. That's a dumb rule because it doesn't matter. It it does not matter. I was having this conversation with somebody um, about college. And, you know, I was like, yeah, go. And they... Because they uh, they got a scholarship, full scholarship, uh, room and room and tuition. I'm nice, like, that is fantastic. Yeah, but it wasn't to the school that they, it wasn't a school they really wanted to go to. And I was like, and too bad. Go. It doesn't matter. You'll get out of school with no debt. And then if you want to go to grad school, it's not going to matter. And it's it was a it's a fine school that this person got the scholarship to. You know, reputable. Very reputable. Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This is not uh, Trump University. This right. is a real school. Okay. You know, a real, a reputable, a reputable school in a, uh, you know, what do they call them? Uh, you know, when they have branches like UW, all the, it, it's a, it's a, you know, in a, a system. Chain. Yeah. A system. Got, That's gotcha. it. A university yeah. system. Thank you, Tommy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's part of a large system. If there's any advice I have for those people, is it just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. Like, just get it done if you want to go. If you don't want to go, it doesn't matter. Just do what you got to do. That's my advice. But if some, listen, if you could get, if you could get out of school, and this, granted, is, this is advice from somebody who's lived a while. If you could get out of school with absolutely no debt, no brainer. Depends on what you want to do. If you want to work in radio, yeah, get out of school with no debt. That's a great plan. If you want to be a lawyer, like you probably got some money coming in the future. Engineer. Not, not as much as you would think. Yeah, but there's more. First year associates lot, don't yeah. make that much. And they're, you know, between your undergrad. Because if you can get out of your undergrad with no debt, then you can take out your loans to go to law school. Sure, sure. And yeah. if you have good grades and do well on the LSAT, it doesn't really matter. Also fair. If you want to. Then you want to get into a you know a more prestigious law school to get your uh, your juris doctorate. That would be fine. Okay, I, I get what you're saying on that. Yeah, yeah. If I could listen, if you could save yourself whatever a hundred and some uh, you know let's say a hundred and sixty grand debt from your undergrad. Yeah, that's big. That is big because then then your your only loans are for law school or your masters or whatever. 
That's listen, that's my advice. Be fiscally prudent, children. Uh, oh, boy. oh, my goodness. We got to take a break. What are we doing talking about uh, financial decisions like we're uh, the Jim Cramer? All right, we got to do this. Then there's more. It's WTMJ Nights. Say nights. Welcome to Kid Burger, home of the Kid Burger. Can I take your order? One patty, patty, hold the mayonnaise. Dude, this is a Wendy's restaurant. We eat fast food quite a lot. We talk about it even more. Let's visit the WTMJ Nights drive through window with Brian Noonan. Ah, uh, yes. It's dinner time. Maybe you've already eaten. Maybe you're contemplating what to eat. Time to go through the drive through window. Tommy and I love to talk about fast food and uh, food in general. So why not? We made it a segment. Tommy did some great production. And here we are. Oh, man. Now, even though it's nighttime, we got to think a little bit about breakfast today because McDonald's is back in the news. They are thinking of revamping their breakfasts with a low-cost value menu. Ooh. Yeah. That's good news. So uh, they have about 25%, about 25% of their U.S. sales, McDonald's, comes from breakfast. They are still number one as far as breakfast goes. They still outpace everybody. Uh, But, you know, everybody's trying to get in on the act. Wendy's launched a big breakfast campaign in 2020. Taco Bell, which we talked about, they have uh, the Pete Davidson Taco Bell breakfast menu, so that's all happening. So McDonald's is saying, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna uh, we're gonna drop some prices. What do you think about that? We're gonna on some of our favorites, like the sausage biscuit, the sausage McMuffin, the sausage burrito, and hash browns. They're gonna drop the prices on all of those. Put them on a value menu. Not bad. So uh, a la carte, they're gonna be uh, like two bucks. But they're going to put them in a bundle. It's going to be cheaper. It's not everywhere yet. You know, they're just bringing it around. But it's uh, select locations across the U.S. So we'll have to be watching for that. I am. Uh, I like. I like a McDonald's breakfast, especially when I'm on the, on the road. On a road trip, McDonald's breakfast is great because yeah, it's fast. Uh, I get. I always go with the uh, bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit because you can eat that fairly easily in the car you know i i i like their they have a have you ever had their steak bagel i mean i'm i I was gonna tell you i think that's one of the best things in fast food it's it is really it's so good the steak egg and cheese bagel they throw the onions on it yep it they just brought it back it's so good I mean, you can't eat them daily. You will probably die in 10 years if you do that. Allegedly. I, allegedly, we love McDonald's. I, I'm just saying that it's delicious, and I it is. I, I will eat them so often if I don't have control. The problem, the only problem I have with that item is trying to eat it in the car because it's very juicy. It's messy. It, between the onions and the steak and then the egg, it just, and, you know, the bagel doesn't really absorb all the juice. No. So it is really messy. That's the only downside of of that option. But as they, for taste, no, it's near the top. Oh, for t- yeah, you yeah. can't you can't top it. If you have some time to enjoy a luxury a you know, a languishing breakfast where you can just sit at the table and have a bunch of napkins on you, that's perfect. I used to like that. Now I haven't had the small burritos that they have now where you get like the two for whatever. They used to make a 
big burrito. And there's nothing I enjoy more than a breakfast burrito. Those are good. Yep. I am a, I am a sucker for a breakfast burrito. So um, this is good news. Anytime, listen, anytime a, uh, a place drops their prices, it is good news. And McDonald's has been having, uh, having some success. They uh, March, they brought back two limited-time flavors of the McCrispy Chicken Sandwich. They also started selling a new classic lemonade, which is made with real lemon juice. Shamrock uh, Shake's bit, back? The Shamrock Shake is back, which is... I haven't had a Shamrock Shake in a few years. Uh, my daughter, last time we had one, she was the one. She was craving a Shamrock Shake, and I, en- I enjoyed it thoroughly. They're... I, I don't want to sound old and say they're not as good as they used to be, but uh, they're they're pretty good. They're pretty good. I, I like. I get them. them without the whipped cream, though. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I I I as well get no whipped cream on my shakes. Yeah, you can't uh, shake on a whipped cream or whipped cream on a shake is just weird. Right, and I'd rather just end with shake rather than end with whipped cream. Yeah, yeah. I don't want the bottom uh, the bottom of my cup to just be whipped cream, unsweetened whipped cream. All oh, you good. Lent followers out there too, big big thing for Arby's. They got a new deal on their fish fr- fish sandwiches that are probably one of the most underrated fish sandwiches out there too. Really? Yeah, two for seven bucks, and they are huge. They are way bigger than any other place. Always. Huh? Now, see, I have never uh, I've never had their fish sandwich. They closed the Arby's that was close to me, so I haven't had it in a long time. To be fair, but it, in the past. I know for sure Arby's fish sandwich near the top for size, and it's way bigger, probably really? twice as big as the double arches. All right. Now, see, I used to uh, got to eat the whipped cream whilst eating the shake. Oh, all right, 262. Yeah, but not, I want to use a spoon poetry. for my shake. No, I don't want – I want a shake that's – I want a shake that's thick enough to have some mass to it. But I don't want it to be so thick that I give myself an aneurysm trying to drink it. Right. Anne Marie says the whipped cream's her favorite part. They don't put a cherry on top anymore. My only complaint, I get one shamrock shake a year, and I had mine back in February. Oh no. Anne Marie, maybe you break up the maybe you, the, this year you go for two. They don't put a cherry on top of their shakes anymore at McDonald's? I don't need the cherry. Do you really need a cherry? Oh man, that's a Happy that's a hot days. take. Big big fan of the maraschino cherries. I like maraschino cherries. They're fine. But I don't want the whipped cream, so I don't want the cherry. I just want a shake. Just just give me full shake. Okay. Full on shake. All right. Listen, you know how I feel? Ironically, I will drink green shakes. I will not drink green beer. We know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, big big hater of green straw. beer. Huh? Big hater of green beer. I you. hate it. I, you know I am. I, I make no secret about it. Got oh somebody else jumping in loving the cherry. All right, listen, I'm not a I'm not throwing hate or shade at a cherry. I'm just saying I don't need it. You know, throw them in a throw them in a cup of Manhattan. I'm down. I love it. Old fashions, um, yeah. Old fashions. Same throw thing. a cherry in, sure. Yep. And I don't like if I'm sitting, uh, if I'm sitting somewhere, drinking a shake, which I don't, I don't think I could tell you. The last time I sat somewhere and drank a shake. Okay. Like if I, you know, if they bring out the shake and half of it's still in the metal cup with the condensation and the frost on the side and I'm pouring it in old school, then yeah, put a cherry on there. That's fantastic. But if I'm in the car, 
I don't want the cherry getting in the way of the straw. I don't want anything getting in the way of my straw. Yeah, you got a mission when you're in the car. I get you. I want it. I want to just, I want it coming up. That straw, I don't want anything. To, boy, oh boy, everybody's coming in hot with the cherry. Uh, Jake says, I always forget to 86 the whipped cream, so I eat the whipped cream first. Oh, Bob taking, uh, not umbrage, but throwing down that Culver's has the best fish sandwich. They now have the Northwoods walleye till Easter. Bob texting in from Arizona wow. in the drive through window. Okay. Welcome, Bob. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I think I've had Culver's few times if i'm gonna have a shake to be honest that's where i'll go yeah. i'll go to culver's, culver's i mean a good shake there's just no reason for me to go to mcdonald's for the shake if i can go to culver's but i don't know if i've had the fish sandwich there i have it is a fine fish sandwich so the nice big piece of fish i think i've had the i used to fish fry. I used to like the whaler okay yeah at burger king yeah i could i can honestly say i have never had a fillet of fish Ooh, all right. Never. That's crazy. I don't know why. Because I've had fish sandwiches from other uh, places. I've never had a filet of fish Yeah, they used to have the deal for them when it was uh, the weather. You could have yeah. it like for the next, the weather temperature, and they stopped doing that. So haven't had it since then, probably. <laughs> since you actually had to pay for it? From the 262, it's literally the cherry on top, yes. Uh, from the 414, I love the cherry and the shamrock shake, and I save it till the end because it's the best part. All right. Uh, one more story on the drive through window. This uh, more of a sit-down place, but we'll put it in there. A man sues Buffalo Wild Wings, claims that the wings are actually chicken nuggets. You have way too much time on your hands, dude, if that's what you're, if you're going to court over that. But... A uh, guy out of Chicago filed a class action lawsuit against Buffalo Wild Wings, accusing the chain of deceptive advertising practices. The complaint claims that the Buffalo Wings sold by the restaurant aren't wings at all. They're actually made of processed wing meat, making them chicken nuggets. He claims to have suffered, quote-unquote, financial injury <laughs> due to the restaurant's false and deceptive Where I've been to Buffalo Wild Wings many, many times. Where What are the bones, then? Are you saying they take wing bones and drummy bones and just slap this uh, processed wing meat on it? I call BS on this lawsuit. He goes on to point out that while other restaurants sell similar products, they don't refer to them as buffalo wings. Papa John's calls them chicken poppers. Domino's calls them boneless chicken. Yeah, here's the thing that he left out. They always call them boneless wings. Right. Boneless wings. You know you can't have a boneless wing. So you know you're getting either a chicken tender or, you know, the wing has a bone in it. If you get something without a bone, it's they're not scraping the chicken w wing. So that, uh, Buffalo Wild Wings have not yet responded to the suit. You don't. should be able to sue people who come up with dumb lawsuits. Yeah. Oh, there would, you know. Might get the judge who says, you know what, you're paying all the fees because right. this is a nuisance lawsuit and you are an idiot, sir. And please, uh, never, never eat anything related to chicken or wings or nuggets. And then again, again, with other fast food lawsuits, this guy might win. <sighs> you know why? Because there's a bunch of suckers that could put on juries and go, well, I had bonus wings once and they called them wings and maybe I should get, uh, maybe I should get. $400,000 or something. We got a class yeah. action with this guy before he makes all the money. 
Yeah, there's first of all, there, yeah, there's not gonna who's gonna join this class? Are are you feeling are you feeling very uh financially injured because you had a boneless chicken? First of all, if you go to Buffalo Wild Wings and order a boneless chicken wing, you're a six year old. Stop it. Oh, I think that's a hot take. I listen, Tommy, when have you known me to be a, a wilting flower? I, I get it, but boneless wings, they're good. I'm not saying they're not good, but if you're going to a wing place, you get the wings, or you shut up and you get your chicken strips or your nuggets. I got nothing against the nuggets. A lot less messy, too. Well, that's true. I will grant you that. Eating a nugget is much easier. Uh, aren't all the boneless wings glorified chicken nuggets, and the school lunch chicken fingers aren't fingers? Lawyer up. Hey, you're right, 262. There are two different 262s. Maybe I got a lawyer up. I had chicken fingers. They're not made of finger. They're not actually finger. They're uh, just finger meat that has been formed to make a thing. All right, we got to do this. Uh, that's the drive through window. Feel free to keep texting in. We'll have more uh, after this. It's WTMJ. Baby, come with me. Yes, WTMJ nights here till 8 o'clock. Then it's Buck's Shootaround with Justin Garcia, who wants to get in on the drive through window. Justin, another man that we've talked to about food uh, a number of times. Justin, welcome. Glad you're here. Thank you for having me. I uh, I couldn't sit by and uh, and do nothing and be an active bystander much longer after everything I heard from, from Tommy, who, by the way, Brian, on last night's show, he dubbed himself my radio nephew. Well, also, I'd wow. like to say, well, first of all, you claimed that the other night's producer was your radio well, son. That is true. On the air. So I wanted oh, to at least be the nephew of some sort, you know? Well, wow. that's better than yesterday, Tommy, when you were referred to as my boy by uh, Adam. Yeah, Brian did not afternoon like news that. Afternoon news did not like that. He's like, he like, got my boy. Yeah, he um, preferred right-hand man. I yeah. so I have a lot to to yes. To let's weigh unpack. In on. Let's unpack your issues with the the drive-through window. Well, Justin. before we get to the drive-through, what I'm most curious about is um, how Tommy basically opened him, opened himself up for litigation, and what's the cutoff on the amount yeah. of goods you will mm -hmm. not steal? Like, what's the dollar it's figure? It's one item the water bottle that is left behind that has it's been still neglected. somebody's water bottle it is the He's same very particular about his someone theft, left a puppy and <laughs> i took it to a police station except it well, is a water you bottle take it to a police and station you take it to home. my house yeah, what if it was a saint bernard that had a water bottle around its neck <laughs> then what would you do that's double whammy for me it uh -huh. sounds like yeah double jeopardy can't get charged um i uh, i think it was you brian i'm with you i don't I don't like whipped cream on my shakes, first and foremost, so I typically order without. I also, I I love the taste and flavor of cherry. It's my favorite fruit flavor. I have no time for cherries on Sundays or in shakes, so that's another just get it out of here. What about yeah, in your, it, when you do cocktails? No. No? no. Okay, sorry. No. Jeez. No. Because then you, like the Tommy worst part. Tommy trying to save the cherry. Well, and the worst part, and we had this discussion years ago, it seems like... Um, Shakes are just becoming more and more like they've forgotten who they are, and they're becoming like blizzards now where you get all these yes. partial solids, and I don't want that. I want to be able to drink the shake. I don't want like pieces of cherry and chocolate and, and pieces of cake no. coming through the straw, so just stop with it. I'm with you. I want the straw to act as a nice 
way for the shake to get to me. Now, here's, I don't know how you feel about this. I go old school. I will also like a nice chocolate malt. Oh, see, my dad is a huge malt guy, so yeah. I, I certainly had my share when I was a kid. What's the preparation difference of a malt and a shake? Is you just it... add some malt powder to a shake. Yeah. Oh, okay, all right. It's yeah. thicker. You, you can right? handle it. Uh, Sorry. Jeez. Okay. No, uh, it's not. Listen, you're a young man, Tommy. I'm sure you have. I'm sure you've never heard the term chocolate malted. Well, before. I'm sorry that you oh, guys yeah. are being ageist now <laughs> on this show. Uh, like I've been accused before. <laughs> also, I I also have never had a um, a, what's it called? A filet fish. Never had one. Wow. All right. Wow. Don't care to see either. Tommy. Justin and I have a lot more in common than you think. I get it. And we talk get about it. you behind your. Back. I'm sure if Taco John's had a fish sandwich, he'd be uh, all I over. I believe it. they have fish tacos, but okay. I haven't tried them. Yeah. Okay, I don't believe oh, you. Oh, fish tacos are fr- Oh, Caroline jumping in a chocolate malt from Cops. Yeah, chocolate malts are good. I like it. I we used to make chocolate shakes at home when I was a kid. I'm sure we all did. And my mom was heavy on the Hershey syrup. And heavy on the vanilla ice cream, and I right. so and they you, were just they were just the best thing. The few times you would make chocolate shakes, like if we were having hamburgers or something for dinner, yeah. oh my god, there's nothing better than a homemade chocolate syrup shake. syrup over powder. She always used syrup. We always we were a Hershey yeah. syrup family. Yeah. Do you put ice cubes? You know, even for chocolate milk, when you make your own milkshakes, do you use ice cubes? No. Okay. Good. Because milk I've and seen, ice cream. Yeah, I yeah. know, but you yeah, see milk, more and more cream people and like, oh, syrup. you put ice cubes in it? Like, no, it's, no. then it's not a milkshake. That's what? weird. That's weird. Watered down milkshake. Listen, I'm, uh, I have to roll that over in my brain and try to hunt down the people who think like that. In the meantime, Justin, you're going to be doing Buck Shoot Around right after the news. The Bucks are in Phoenix tonight. Uh, mm-hmm. Always good to talk to you. Feel free, anytime the drive through window is open, pull your car up. Uh, look at me doing all the hack little tie-ins for the, uh, for the bit. But uh, always good to talk to Justin. Tommy, thank you. You will not be here tomorrow night because you are, uh, you are doing uh, unbelievable things the rest of the week. Thanks to everybody for listening. I will talk to you again tomorrow night at 6. Have a great one. News is next on WTMJ.